Swimmers, and welcome to the 126th episode of Torpedo Swim Talk podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Sperling, and each week I chat to a master swimmer from around the world about their swimming journey. Today I'm joined by open water swim coach Vlad Ravik, who's coached 73 swimmers and counting to successful English Channel crossings. He shares all about his knowledge in preparing swimmers for these challenges from his base in Sydney at Vlad Swim. Hi, Vlad. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Daniela. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you here. I know you're based in Sydney. Uh, which, which pools do you work out of there? I'm at Andrew Ball Charlton Pool, close to the domain in the Botanic Gardens. Really nice location. It means for everyone who's happy to come to the Sydney and wants to do something extra, I will come every all the, all the swimmers who can swim, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a, I've only ever seen photos of it. I've never swum there myself. Is it a saltwater pool? Yeah, it's saltwater pool. It's really nice location. Uh, you can have a nice walk around. You don't need a parking straight away in front of the Pool, you can park a little bit further and 10 minutes nice walk around the all that boat boat and yacht and yacht and everything. That's a really nice location, yeah. People very nice. It. Yeah, it looks it looks beautiful from the photos. And when you take groups out into the open water in Sydney, which beach do you normally swim out of? I, I used to run open water swim different locations because you as you know, I've got a lot of that crazy long distance swimmers, and swimming always on the one location is sometimes boring. It means I used to do before the COVID, before we started, I started to do something different. Uh, I've been doing, I know, Manly, Kuji, Balmoral, Bondi, La Perouse, Brighton, Lassen, all that location, every Saturday, different location. But after the COVID, after everything, I just uh, stuck on the Kuji. I love it, Kuji. Kuji is great location. But sometimes if we can't swim in the Kuji because it's danger condition and really rough condition, we can do La Perouse. We do sometimes Brighton, which is cold water, similar like in the Melbourne. Yeah. And sometimes we go to uh, Manly or Shelley or stuff like that. But not really often we're changing, but yeah, we try to do combinations. Nice. Now, I know you're from Slovakia and you do have a background in open water swimming. Can you give us a bit of a, a background of how you got involved in it and what that was like swimming in Europe at that time? Oh, look, I used to be a swimmer uh, in Slovakia. I used to be Czechoslovakia. Yeah? In Czechoslovakia, my best uh, result was uh, win 50 metres Czechoslovakian championship. That was, I know, when I was 16 or 17. And then I still keep swimming. And then suddenly I was uh, around the 17 years old and I uh, just clicked to me. I want to be swimming coach. Yeah. But in Slovakia, you don't have an open water swim. So that's time when I grew up as a swimmer. Yeah? That time was only uh, one, one 5K swim. That's it. And we didn't have any ocean swim or swimming in a lake, uh, swimming in a sea or whatever. Yeah. We were swimming always in a dam. Always swimming in the river, always swam in, a, in some of the lakes, yeah. But not really. I was always scared. Everyone who was swimming in the pool was scared to get in open water because you can't see down on the bottom. But uh, anyway, I I did few five k swim over there, but not really like we are doing here, yeah, in Australia. And then I moved to Russia for one year, study university physical education, specialized for swimming. That was a great university. 
or love it because we used to have a, a subject like you've got the anatomy for swimmers, biomechanics for swimmers, yeah, psychologists for swimmer, yeah. It means everything was actually specialized for the swimming. I mean, it's a real fantastic school. But after one year, I moved back to Slovakia and I finished university in my country. Because if you want to be swimming coach in Slovakia at that time, you have to have a higher education. You have to have a university. You can't be coach after, I don't know, one week course, yeah. It means we have to have a, understand everything what's happening with the, with the body, with the psychology, with the anatomy, everything, everything. It means this is what I studied five years and then I start coaching, coaching, coaching. And... Yeah, and I started coaching since, I don't know, maybe 30, 35 years ago. That's amazing. And so what year did you come to Australia and set up coaching here? Uh, look, I I was coaching Slovakia, but I found out that I'm not getting any more information about swimming and I want to grow up. I want to get better, 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 and I was really hungry about information. And that time I said, oh, I have to go away from Slovakia because there's nothing there. And all this book was since from 1983 and then I was, that was when I was start thinking about move, that was around the 2000, yeah. It means I moved 2001 with my wife and we spent three years in Sydney. We start, I was start, I start coaching, learn to swim program, lifeguarding. And I used to work with uh, John Conrad. They used to be really good swimmer, yeah. In 1968, Olympianics and all the stuff. And I worked for him. And there was another coach, really good coach, uh, uh, Ghana. Uh, and I used to coach with him, Steve Ghana. Yeah. He had really good swimmers. He had the one swimmer who qualified for Commonwealth Games, uh, Samantha Marshall. She was doing 100 breaststroke to 100 breaststroke. But that program, what he was running, he was running kids' program and adults' program. It means I was covering adults. And he was covering the, the kids program, okay? But sometimes on that time, it was 90, 2001, 2002, 2003, a couple of people asked me, can you make the program for me for Rotness Channel or for 10K Swim Southhead? I said, are you serious? I don't have any experience about open water. I don't have any clue how to coach you for, for 10K Swim. And just, no, 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 no. I just ask Australian swimming coaches, they live here. They've got more experience about open water. They've got the experience about the coach swimmers for Olympic Games. Don't ask me. I came here to learn. <laughs> and then that time I was just coaching the, the adults and kids as well, but no open water, no nothing. And then I moved back to Slovakia because I didn't have a visa. Then I moved to New Zealand and then I went to Rockhampton, where I used to be head coach in Rockhampton for two years for CQ Aquajet. And then I moved back to the Sydney, that was 2009. And then if someone came and asked, can you do program for me for 10K swim? Of course, it's easy, so simple. I can do everything now. I had the knowledge, I had experience. It means it took me actually, it took me actually 10 years to learn how to set up the program and everything what the swimmer needs to be ready for the any goals. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I love that that story that you you've come across your passion and the thing that you're really really great at because you have had over seventy swimmers get past get over the English Channel, which is uh, an amazing amazing statistic. What what makes the English Channel such a, a a sort of a goal for the swimmers that you coach? Oh, look, uh, it's everything started with the 
with a, uh, there was first swimmer Cameron Spittle. Yeah, he's really good friends with the Talbot. It's best one of the friends. And he came in and said, Vlad, can you do the program for English Channel? But before I coach, uh, I coach uh, Louis Stevenson. She used to be really good swimmer on the Rotness Channel. She won three Rotness Channels at that time. And I used to, I coach her. I used to coach her. And I said, oh, look, if I can coach the swimmer for the Rotness, I can coach for uh, English Channel. But what happened? That time I started coaching as well my group. It means if I had, a, I don't know, one English Channel swimmer, another swimmer start thinking, oh, I can do it well because he can do the channel. He did the channel. It means I'm doing exactly similar what he's doing and I've got the same coach. I can do another. Yeah. It means another swimmer came, another swimmer, another. I call in a England, in, a, in my group, it's a virus. Yeah. Don't talk to the English channel swimmer because you got the virus and then you have to work harder to complete the English channel. And the people then understand. Yeah. There are a few people where I said, don't ever think about English channel. Some of the people are not strong enough to do the channel. Some of the people are really strong and they can do without the problem. Yeah. It means it's just, just, I just managing who can do, who can't do. Otherwise, I've got the 200 swimmers. So, a swimmer that's about to do the English channel, what does their training week look like? How many times do they come? How far do they swim? What, what kind of sets do they do? Yeah, look, I, all my long distance swimmers, they needed the five sessions per week. Five, yeah. I'm setting up the structure three, one, two, one. What means three day swims, one day off, two day swim, one day off. It means Thursday and Sunday is off. They're not swimming. They can do whatever they want. They can do walk, bike, run, uh, ski, surfing, whatever they, but they're not going, not able to go in the water and do swim session, yeah. It means this is first. Set up weekly program. Yeah. Second one, definitely they need to do. Uh, they need to understand intensity. What kind of intensity they're doing? They can't do all the time hard, 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 hard. Yeah. It means I just uh, explain to them. Okay, now we're doing easy technique work. Wednesday we've got anaerobic threshold set, which is you have to and kill yourself because it's really important. Thursday we've got the off. Friday we try get to the speed up because we need to activate the other muscle fibers, not only slow muscle fibers. And then Saturday, it's a long, long, long distance swimming, yeah? It means five sessions and average distance for English channel swimmers from 25 to 35, 40, yeah? Depends swimmer, depends swimmer. Everything depends swimmer. It means I've got a 73 channel swimmers. It has 73 different programs, 73 different books, 73 different personalities, 73 crazy swimmers. That sounds great. When you, when you say a long swim on a Saturday, how far would they swim in that particular uh, one? Depends when they are on the preparation, where they're starting, and first goal is, I don't know, Rotness Channel. It means they're doing between 5 to 15 Ks, yeah? After that, when they're working on an 8 hours qualified swim, they start changing everything. They're not working on a distance, but they're working on the hours, which is they have to do 2 to 8 hours swims. And sometimes doing two hours, sometimes four hours, sometimes ten hours, sometimes five hours. It means it's just about the hours, yeah. And yeah, of course they're covering the distance, but they have to learn how to manage the the hours in the water. I know distance is totally different, yeah, because channel is about the hours, spending the time in the water and complete it. 
not about the distance because distance can be total different depends the tide and different different uh, weather and speed everything like yeah yeah because the conditions are, are very um obviously to do with the weather but the tides over there are quite um significant Correct. as well Correct. yes yeah 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 it means english channel is always from feet to feet to feet to feet not from the france to england whatever let's say no 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 just feed feed yourself till you attach the friends yeah <laughs> and what, swim between <laughs> yes what what kind of i mean do you i know you train out of the pool do you get them to actually do a weekly swim in the ocean or is most of it done in the pool most most i do in the pool yeah most it's in pool is more important than open water pool actually is preparation for open water open if you do if they're doing a lot of lot of open water swim they're not doing pool they will be struggling at the end of the channel. They'll be struggling at the end of the channel. It means pool is great, great session for setuping and learning the swimming pace and improving the swimming pace with a swim technique. Swim technique must be covered every session. It's not session from on my sessions. There are no sessions without the technique. Warm up, focus on the technique. Mindset, focus what you have to be done, what has to be done. It means anaerobic threshold or speed or technique work or pool paddles and all the stuff there. Yeah, pool is actually I pushing always with the pool is really important. Yeah, because in the pool we can actually adaptate on the speed and we can hold the same speed because we can measure that speed. But in the open water, we're just doing result what we were doing in the pool. And then result is I can do three Ks per hour. I can do 3.5 Ks per hour. How you can do that? Because you are holding 130 pace in a pool or 125. Yeah. This is really, really important connection. Yeah, absolutely. And all, all those swimmers that you coached to, to get across the English Channel, what the feedback that they've given you afterwards, what, what kind of challenges or what are some of the main challenges that people um, come across when they're swimming it? Oh, wow, that's a good question. What kind of challenges? Uh, actually, everyone who cross, they are so happy. They actually, they know their preparation covered everything what they've been using during the channel. Yeah, this is really important. Yeah, the preparation is, preparation is hardest part. English channel swim is not really hard. It's just result. It's a celebration. I cover everything. I cover cold water. I cover nutrition. I cover my mental style. I, mean, I cover my intensity. I cover my physio recovery my body i i just i was i just enjoy my swim yeah some of the swimmers coming up that way that reaction and i said oh i could swim back but i i, I was I, i'm not tired this is my question first is it's not about how was english channel. how do you how did you feel after the swim if they say i was exhausting or i i was struggling well then we can have a look what was wrong and it's usually wrong was bad feeding Bad feeding, for example, yeah, or different headspace, mentally just gone, yeah, too much negativity or worry or whatever, yeah. It's, this is too really important stuff on the swim channel, yeah. But if everything is fine, everyone says, oh, that's it, done. I thought it would be harder. No, because the only preparation you did harder. Yeah, yeah. And what what is a good feeding schedule that you would advise them to, to undertake? Look, it's really, really... Uh, individual yeah it means you know that we've got the two types of the swimmers okay two types of swimmers first type of swimmer is 
who's swimming slow, tall. It's really got a lot of, lot of dominated with the slow muscle fibers, yeah? These guys are saving the energy. They're not getting you energy. They're saving energy. It means their feeding is 45 minutes or one hour, yeah? But if you've got another swimmers who are, who are, who are short, a little bit more muscular, yeah, they've got a high stroke rate. That you can see them, their stroke rate is around 65 to 70 sometimes, yeah? means they need more energy because they, they're, they're hungry for energy. means they need to be feeding every 30 minutes, yeah? It's this type of, and then if you calculate, if you're feeding one hour twice or you're feeding one hour once uh, you and you need to replace everything where you burn, for example, I don't know, the liquid, yeah, carbs and all that stuff, uh, you have to set up your feeding plan, yeah? And then the feeding plan is always individual, yeah? I can advise, okay, try to carbo carbohydrate first three feeds and then try to get to the protein or go to get to the protein and then go to the caffeine, caffeine, and then all the stuff. But it's only general information. But if they want to do specific information, nutritionist, best way, way to go. Yeah. But they need to find nutritionist who's not specialized for losing the weight, like everyone wants to lose the weight because they are a little bit uh, stuck on a lot of sugar. But yeah, we need a uh, we need a we need a actually nutritionists who specialize and understand for a long period of the time performance and what's the energy going through and stuff like that. Yeah, so I've got a few guys and I'm just advising them, them if they want to have a specific. If they don't want to, they've got the one year to to practicing what actually the body can absorb, what they can use. Yeah, and I've got a lot of swimmers, English and swimmers that. It's his best best environment for the new English swimmers because they can ask whatever. They can ask them. They don't need the Googling. They don't need to do any any research. They're coming and say, hey, Dean, please, can you tell me what your feeding is? Oh, da, 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 da. okay, I can try this one. Oh, this doesn't work. Okay. Hey, Steve, can you tell me what is your feeding is? It means they can do combination. You can see the people, how they prepare, and they're already done channel. It means it's a really good advantage. That's great to be able to train in a squad with swimmers that have already done it yeah, and learn yeah, from yeah. their experience. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Is 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 the feeding something that you practice during training as well? Must, or is, you must, yes, you must, must do that. You must. Yeah. You can you you know you used to swim. It means you understand the body must adapt on any everything, everything, yeah. And we can adapt on a, on the cold water, we can adapt on the high intensity, we can adapt on the endurance, we can adapt on the nutrition where you can get we actually be giving the body something what the body start using for energy as an energy, yeah. And if if they're on a year preparation in the pool only on the water and then going for open water swims where they needed to get the carbs and a little bit more energy the body say hey what are you giving me i never i've never had the carbs what, what, what are you silly oh i don't want to do that carbs i will be vomiting yeah <laughs> this is how the body reacts do you uh, how do you get them adapted to cold water like what's your what's your program for that they're obviously training in saltwater pool which is obviously gets colder during the year but when it's heading up to the channel? Like cold water adaptation is always, always through the, for example, I prefer if the swimmer coming and in the winter, we actually, Sydney, it's the best, best place to prepare swimmers for English channel. It's the best. Yeah. Melbourne, for example, you guys, Melbourne, you, you can get a nice 16 or 15 degrees water when you need for English channel for maybe one or two months. 
and then your temperature drop down to 10, 11, or 9, yeah? Brisbane, poor Brisbane, they don't have anything like that. They are lucky they've got a, a one lake and they are on a 16, maybe 17 degrees, yeah? But not 15, yeah? I mean, Sydney, we've got the location, Brighton or Balmoral, we can get the water temperature to 13 degrees, 15 degrees, but for the three months, yeah? We can get a rough condition, a nice swim in a Kuji or the Kuji or Bondi, but temperature will be 17, 16, 18. It means they, all the English swimmers can practice whatever they want. And that temperature was at the, at the channel, yeah? Means this is a great location. It means if swimmer coming and can go through the two winter season, that'll be fantastic. First winter season, if they start swimming with the with the wetsuit first uh, half hour and then the next half hour go without the wetsuit, they step by step adapt it. Yeah. It means if they start from the I don't know from let's say June, July will be a little bit cooler, but they can go without the wetsuit. Thirty minutes, excellent. One hour, oh, fantastic. Two hours. I Means the first winter season is just getting to the swim, cold water, and adapt there on the cold water as far as we can do at yeah? two hours or three hours or four hours. Yeah. And then <clears throat> what happened after eight months, because we have to go through the winter or through the summer, then there's coming another winter, but body, what we got? We got body adaptation, we got body muscle memory. But the other body, body remember everything. They won't start with the 30 minutes. They already start with the three hours where they finish eight months ago. And they, they just can build up to four hours, five hours, six hours, eight hours. Okay. Body is fantastic. It's just if someone understands the body, how the body works, you can achieve whatever you want. But you have to be for this and that the coach, everyone who's coaching, they need to understand what the body goes through during the session. If you understand as a coach, you understand what's going on. Then you are can prepare anyone for any swims, whatever world record. Yeah, we can, we can adapt. And you, you've had a, quite a few swimmers also complete the Triple Crown, which is Catalina, English Channel, and Manhattan. Do you prepare them any differently, or do you advise them any differently with those swims because they're quite different swims? Ones obviously, in a around Manhattan is a, a lot less with waves to start with. How do you speak to them about those differences? If someone's starting with the English Channel, this is a gate to open water swimming. Yeah, if you can do English Channel, then you can do all the other channels. It's no problem. Yeah, because one thing is you actually accumulate all the distance for that during the preparation. For example, if you if you calculate all the distance per year or half year or, or two years, yeah, you've got around two thousand k's in your arms, two thousand k's in your body. 2,000, I don't know how many hours you're pushing your body to the adapter, adapter, go better, go better, go better, better. It means he's got a really, everyone who finished channel, they've got a really nice package, okay? That package they can use, use for the next swim. It means if it's a Catalina, I'm not changing anything. I'm not changing the distance. I'm not changing intensity. I'm changing something what they need, what I found out. For example, one guy, he never been doing dry land session. Put over the dry land session, you will be faster, you'll be stronger. You can do, you can do Catalina. What I changing, I close to be going to Catalina. I'm managing to change open water swim where it's specific for Catalina. A specific for Catalina is swim through the night. Because this is only one swim where we can swim. It means we, first we need to know everything what, 
result we want to oh what what swim we're going to sw swim what it's actually characteristic for that swim night swim swim in the dark swim with the paddler swim in the paddler in the dark all that skills and when we're getting closer we see which is we practicing how to how to actually swim will be at the catalina yeah which <laughs> about manhattan channel oh sorry manhattan island manhattan swim uh look now it's not really hard swim. I know it's a long distance. I know it's spending around the 12 or 18 hours or 16 hours, some of them 10 hours. Yeah. But actually, it's not usually your swim. You still got that push from that river. Okay. It means if you are on an English Channel swim, I'm doing 3K per hour. But in a Manhattan, you can do 3.8K per hour. You've got a little bit push. Which is what I I prefer to my swimmers if they I can see them how much mileage they're doing. I sometimes suggest them if you do Catalina, give yourself one month and do Manhattan. Do you, do you ever go and um, go on the boats, or is it your job really from Sydney and then they go out and do their swims? Oh uh, look, I am coach when I believe that everything what the guys been doing, they are ready. They don't need me. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. This is your journey now. Just show yourself what you've been doing through and enjoy. Yeah. If there are a couple of swimmers who we are connect, like as a coach, and say, hey, lad, I definitely need you because I can't find anyone and I'm just struggling. Of course, I don't want to be guilty that he didn't finish because I didn't go. Or sometimes I go, yeah, but not really often. Yeah. But I more prefer that swimmers are ready and doing the swim by them for them for themselves, not for me, nor for everyone. And, I think that's, uh, yeah, this should be. Yeah, yeah. And I know you just mentioned dry land. How much do you get them to do each week, dry land? I and prefer two sessions, two sessions minimum. Three sessions would be great, but two sessions depends the time. You need to understand preparation for English Channel for some of them are third job. This is what I want to explain as well, yeah? You've got the family, you've got the normal job, and you've got the job to be ready for the english channel which is spending a lot of hours everywhere you need the uh, energy you need energy for family for work for swimming it means if they're doing two sessions i'm happy they are doing two sessions if they can't i won't push them because swimming is more important yeah but still has to be balanced yeah i know and i'm pushing everyone swimmers hey guys be good at the beginning of the uh, preparation be good husband and be good in uh, at the work why? Because the last one month you have to start cheating because you won't have a energy to those two covered because you'll be swimming more. So yeah, it's makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and you've had you've had two or three swimmers um, cross the Suzuka Strait in Japan, and obviously I don't know whether you're on top of all the um, the controversy with that this year, but. Andy Donaldson, who I had on the podcast last week, he, he's been the only swimmer that's crossed it this year. But you've had some swimmers in the past that have done it. How have they been able to do it? Because it sounds like it's a pretty, uh, you know, risky crossing with those sort of tides coming together and also the support system that's over there. So how have you found your swimmers? Yeah, look, uh, the swimmers who used to cross the channel, they were using the captain who Donaldson was using. It means it was all guy, yeah. He was experienced skipper. He know what's going on. He knew everything, and for this, I I think that was as well uh, helpful for uh, 
for Donald Trump to Andrew for uh, finishing completely, yeah, because it's a really big advantage. Yeah, this year it's a new skippers. This year, no one, no one cross with the new skippers. It means change everything. Yeah, the other thing is they change the rules as well. Yeah, it means they say that you've got only two days window, and when you're coming to the Japan, they said okay, but two days window, and you can swim only through the day. You can't swim through the night. It means you don't have actually 48 hours. You've got only 24 hours, yeah? And better, it can't be 12 hours uh, every day. It's great, yeah? Especially. It means there is a lot of politics. It's just, uh, I think it's everything just confusing, but really shame because I think that was one of the really good channels. And I've heard and I know that some of the channel swimmers came twice over there to complete. I had one, you know, Dean Summers. Actually, with him will be actually. I suggest you to having the conversation and and broadcast because he went through the all the channels and and the Tsugaru channel. He went over there three times, four times. Yeah, and we came a couple of times back because the weather was horrible. Last time we did uh, this July, and he was swimming eight hours, and we pulled him out because the current was six. Six case per hour. It's not possible to go through. They actually pull him out because if he passed the one point, the current changed to the ten case per hour. It means we could lose him. Yeah, it is. It's just uh, I don't know. It's really politics politics around there, and I think they should be set up in much more professional, and the people that should ask other channels, other channels how to run. And I spoke with the WAUSA, World Open Water Swimming Association, and I suggest to just set up the rules for all the channels, or for the, all the channels, and take the, as English channel swim, as a main guideline. Because uh, got the history, got the most experienced uh, pilots, because these guys running summer, I don't know how many, 200, 100 swimmers, or maybe 200 swimmers every 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 season for last 50 years. It means they know guys how to run English uh, channel swim. Yeah, but it's not. I don't know if Wausa wants to do something or not. But yeah, like Tugaru, it's tricky. I think he's they're pulling out from the seven channels now. It'll be interesting if there's another seven seventh channel comes up or not. We'll see. Yeah, where could where could that be? I don't have a clue. There's a lot of maybe we can set up something in Australia. You've got the two in America. You've got the Europe. You've got uh, Cook Strait, which is uh, yeah, New Zealand. But something in Australia may be missing. We have to find some I don't know crazy channel or whatever. Maybe out to one of the Whitsun. Oh, the Whitsundays are probably around there. It's a bit, a bit hot in that water. I yeah, suppose. Yeah, we have to be something challenging. Maybe yeah. maybe Tasmania to Australia. This is will be great. Oh, yes. That, how far is that? Oh, it's just, I don't know, maybe 60, 70, 80. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's a long one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so all these swimmers that you've had, very successful swimmers with all these different crossings, what, what's, what kind of qualities do they all share to make them so successful at doing such a crossing? Uh, first, is really important environment, how they live. Everyone belongs to, for example, Vlad Swim and they're helping each other, yeah? If it's new swimmer coming and say, oh, I'm an English channel swimmer, I always straight away introduce them English channel and that English channel swimmers, they know what they're getting 
before English Channel. It means they're actually sharing and giving back what they what they got before the English Channel. It means they were friendly, helpful, smiling. We don't have any conflict, no politics. And if someone starts doing politics and say, hey, there is another coach, go over there. It's much better, yeah? I mean, it's, it's really important uh, community, what everyone said, and, and, and friendly and smile and be happy and, and don't care about it. really, really strange stuff there. And this is what I lo- don't like it. I mean, I, I am personally say, okay, smile and be happy. Don't worry about it. And just keep going and just help each other. Especially when you do longer swim, you need some support because otherwise you can't actually go for that longer swim. It's a really important community. We've got a lot of people who are <clears throat> really helpful and they have got the experience. Like, for example, uh, Dean Summers, he coming and he just welcome everyone to the community because he went through the older channels and he knows that, okay, what's going on and what's, how important is be connected with the swimmers and be friendly. And this is really, dude, this is this is fantastic. This is what what makes actually lots of swimmers be succeed because uh, they they stuck together. Yeah, well, I know one of my very first guests on the podcast was Rod Watkins, and he yeah yeah Rod yeah he yeah he, uh, he raves about you and your your Vlad swim squad up in Sydney, and I know he lives down here, but he flies up to Sydney to swim with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, <laughs> he's fantastic. He's always like, I mean, okay, let's go, boom, boom. He's a really good guy, really good guy. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, and so someone that would was hoping to do the English Channel as their very first swim, what sort of, what's the first step they could take? What advice would you give them? What do they need to do? Okay, first, no one realised that waiting list for the spot, book the pilot, sometimes one or two years, sometimes three years, yeah? Of course, he can, or someone can book the pilot for next year, yeah? But he can get a spot four or spot five, which is, First three swimmers has to go through that week or that that tie, and then he will be fourth. But whether sometimes it's not great for that five swimmers, yeah, it means if you are England, if you are in England, who cares? You can defeat and you can just travel. Okay, and now I'm can go. But if you are in Australia, you want to definitely having good spot. It means first, second, or third maximum. Yeah, fourth is a little bit tricky, a little bit yeah, not really not really safe. It means, yeah, book the pilot. Yeah? That's the first thing. Second thing is, depends where you are, you need to start swimming with a group swimmers or swimming by yourself. You need to start basic. Yeah, It means if you used to do, I don't know, three swims and only a 30-minute swim, of course, you need to step up and start doing three sessions, one-hour swim, and then go one-and-a-half-hour swim, then add another swim session, fourth, and then go another session, fifth, yeah? It's just progressing and just climbing up with the distance per per week, yeah? And now you've got the distance per week and a slow intensity with next. Okay, now I've got the base, aerobic base, capacity. I need to get a little bit faster and fitter. That means let's go start doing anaerobic threshold set, try a little bit push yourself on the sessions, yeah? And then step by step, getting a long distance and everything coming, suddenly coming works together, yeah? This is the first thing. But really important before starting swim, share a goal with your friends. It's really important. It's really important. I had a few guys and they say, oh, I didn't tell anyone that I'm going to swim and I didn't share that I'm going to swim English Channel at the school or at the work. Yeah. And, and when he fell, he said, oh, one big, big mistake was that I didn't share my goals. 
because what happened, the school said, hey, man, if you tell us that you are on English Channel Preparation, we can give you excuses. If you are on English Channel, uh, the work, oh, we can just manage and help you, you know? It's really important to share information, especially with family, friends, and then tell the tell the uh, employee or, 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 or school what you want to do, yeah? If he wants to be quiet, they don't want to tell anyone, it's right, but certain people around him or around you need to know what's going on with you. Because sometimes you're coming really tired and they're worried what's happening. But if you say, oh, you know, today was really hard, sad, and I still have to get in the water again tomorrow, and I don't know how I'm going to do that, they can say, oh, that's fantastic. Your English channel swimmer, don't worry, you can do it. Mentally, they support them. Yeah, but if they don't know, oh my God, you know, have see and go and see the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or say, ah, oh, don't worry about, it. don't do it, don't do it. It means negativity or not understanding. It's just really kill other, kill everything. Yeah. Yeah. This is really important. What I said as well. Everyone who set up the English channel because it's not uh, something. It's something unusual. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Yeah? And someone said, I want to swim English. And I asked him why. Oh, because I read the book and I just start dreaming of it. Perfect. Because if you start dreaming of it, you've got inside like momentum. Yeah, I want to do. I want to. My role as a coach is grow that momentum and keep life that momentum till finishing the channel. What happened after that? Momentum gone and he feel free. Rock. Why am I rock? Always, everyone tell me. I lost my rock. I just dropped the rock from my heart because I English channel. Yeah, because you were holding that momentum inside. And that momentum, it's a part of the way we, everyone has to help. Not only me, wife, husband, whatever, whatever community, the friends or whatever. Yeah. And this is why they're really important to share the information they want to be English channel. Yeah, great advice. I love that. I love the, I love the fact to to book it first because that sort of cements you into your your goal your goal doesn't yeah, it? And you hook and then you have to do that. Yes, yeah. A lot of people that change during the preparation. A lot of people that mm. learn about themselves about preparation. A lot of people they say, "Oh, I was I, I was feeling healthier because I was just pushing them." If you want to be fast, of course you can't have a party every night. Man, you need to be swimmer. I mean, they stop drinking some of them. Yeah. They start change their life because this preparation, and then then works. Everything works. Yeah, fantastic. I always ask people that come on the podcast um, a little bit of a snapshot about their swimming, but I want to ask yours from a coaching perspective. So, just five very quick questions. Tell me the first thing that pops into your mind. What's your favorite open water swim location? Kuji. Kuji. Yeah. Kuji. 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 Very nice. I love. I, I love Vanuatu. But I have to travel over there. But if I'm on a Vanuatu, I'll be telling you straight away where. But now I'm here. This first <laughs> location when I pop up, it's Kuji. <laughs> yeah. What about the fa- your favorite freestyle training drill you give your swimmers? Oh, one-arm drill. One-arm drill. Well, I've set up my one-arm drill, which is you are not allowed to turn your body on your chest and start doing stroke. But you must keep your body on your side which is you've got one arm in front, you're on a kicking side where you're looking down and your arm getting in the water earlier and you're finishing stroke, which is one arm that's action, other arm lead you through the water, it's reaction, action, reaction, and the gliding. I'm teaching everyone gliding to relax the shoulders and turn the body on the side. 
And would you get them to do 50 metres on one arm or 25? Uh, or? Yeah, we do 25, 50. We always my, – my program is every week cover one, one drill and focus on one part of the technique. Ah, I like that. Yeah. For example, this week we are working on a catch. Yeah. It means every session we're doing a lot of doggy paddles and sculling. Yeah. And every time we're doing catch, 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 connect with the stroke. And next week we will do body rotation, which is with the catch and body rotation, which just glide through the water. It means before we did a straight arm drill, for example, focus on the body rotation, recovery arm, or finger drags as well. It means every week are just covering one piece of the technique. But of course, that piece of technique links for next week technique. Yeah, it means just body rotation works with the longer stroke. Yeah catch work with the longest stroke and hips and stuff like that yeah yeah i like that what about the toughest open water swim in the world toughest open water swim i think north channel yes okay why north why channel. is that why ah uh, it's just i was over there and i saw that north channel swim with the dean of dean summers i i came back and i said guys if someone wants to do north channel think twice maybe you just try stop thinking and then try again because uh water is cold yeah 10 11 12 uh air and water air it's a cold it means if the suns come up you're actually not feeling the suns actually there yeah and the the jellyfish inside and like like who did it in north channel it's just yeah it's just really really good swimmer yeah the second one i think molokai molokai channel it's the second one yeah molokai will be second and i don't know something happened there because its current was so strong i had one swim over there and he was spending i know 10 hours and he did only 8k's or something like that he couldn't move yeah yeah and about sharks yeah there are sharks but I think I said Dean Summers will explain to you how he swam five hours with a shark around him and nothing happened. Yeah. It means yeah. Miss yeah, I think North Channel, North Channel will be will be will be killer. Yeah. Yeah. Well for all those people listening, maybe don't do the North Channel then. <laughs> uh if you do, do hard work. Make sure you're not missing anything in the cold water and don't say, Oh, I'll be ready because I did English channel. That's not. North Channel is killer. Be careful. You need to do a lot of work. And what's your favorite training main set that you give your swimmers? I love. I like uh, that easy sessions, which is I call easy session, but it's a killer. Uh, it's anaerobic threshold set. Yeah, it's anaerobic threshold set and combination of hundreds, two hundreds, fifties, and stuff like that. That's that's just actually giving them actually working hard. Yeah. For example, we had a five to hundreds, five one hundreds, four by one hundred fifties. 850s and then go back to the three 200s two 100s and then again 450s but everything in the high intensity rest minimum five ten seconds yeah depends the pace what they're doing yeah minimum rest sometimes uh, will help them but sometimes i've got 45 swimmers in a, in a session and i've got the 10 swimmers in the lane or 15 swimmers in the lane and sometimes really hard to get them short rest because otherwise the kids are catching up if they are not fit enough, it means I'm just giving them a little bit more 
but they, yeah, they're doing a really good job. Yeah. And I always calling them, it's just easy session because they don't know how hard they can go. Because last time I did one session with them and I said, oh, that was hard. And then I did another session next week and said, that was hard the session. But you said that it was hard last week. What it means? They don't know. It means it was hard last week. That was easy for you. Now it's hard. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> And the last question I wanted to ask you, who's an open water swimmer you admire and, and why? Ah, open water swimmer who admire. Uh, 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 it's really hard because everyone are fantastic swimmers. Everyone Don't wanna, are, give, give me three if that helps. Uh, everyone are really good, motivated and really good, actually, uh, focused. I love one guy, it's a Linton, Linton from the Queensland. He was one first swimmer who crossed all the seven channels from Australia. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's just a uh, really good spirit, really good. Like he's slow swimmer, but he's great, great swimmer. Yeah, he's really tough swimmer. And he coming from the Queensland, which is everything where they're going, where it's a call. It's just, it's just unbelievable. He's a fantastic, great job, great, great swimmer. Yeah, of course, we've got that Dean Summers, what I'm always talking about. He's just amazing. And and he did really good job and he's always focusing. And he's going to try swim from Newcastle to Sydney next year, which is if he do that one, if I he will be he will be ready. Definitely be ready if everything like health and everything go through all right. It means yeah, he's the toughest guy. Uh and when I was on the boat and I see him, how he's fighting uh, with, a, with a swim, he's great. And third, oh, it's really hard, hard to say because, uh, yeah, Andy is fantastic because he done all the seven channels in a one, one year, which is, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And he's got a really good support, really good character and really good swimmer. Yeah, he's, he's a number, number, number three, my list, because yeah, what he done is just unbelievable. Yeah. And you can see everyone, I picked three guys who uh, try to in all the seven channels because I know that every channel is different. I know the preparation for all of them. I know it's not easy to get through the all the all the sevens. I know that it's everything is different, cold, warm, rough, uh, everything pay for everything, travel, waiting, and all the stuff. I mean, it's 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 not about be tough swimmer, but it's about be mentally ready anytime. Okay? Uh, this is just uh, unbelievable how people can manage. Well, physically, it's much easier. Go, 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 go. But how to manage mentally everything that's bigger package through preparation and finally get through the swim. Oh, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really good takeaways that you've given us today, Vlad. Really, really appreciate your time and just so, so happy that you were able to came, come on the podcast and share all of that with us. Yeah, look, I'm, I, what I said as well. I want to, I want to help swimmers to understand that that uh, more knowledge they know, or more other experienced coaches or swimmers can share. I think the level of the open water swimming in Australia or in the world can be better, and then we can we can actually protect swimmers as well, not doing mistakes as well. And some of them learn. Some of them say, "Yeah, it's true." Some of them say, "Oh, look." Uh, 
Maybe I do some different. Okay, so of course, no problem. We have, we have to help them, nothing else. That's right. That's right. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Vlad, and hopefully one day when I get to Sydney, I'll, I'll come and have a session with definitely, you. Yes, definitely, yes. yes. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank okay. you. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening into my chat with Vlad today. I hope this gets you enthused for some open water swimming in your own future. To help you on your way, Vlad has kindly shared one week's worth of sessions that he gives his swimmers. To get your hands on these, all you need to do is send us an email at torpedoswimtalk at gmail.com and we'll send them through to you and you can be on your way in an open water swimming journey. Till next time, happy swimming and bye for now.